July is Paris Gibson Month in Great Falls. It's a time honoring the founder of Great Falls, Paris Gibson. And each year, an award is given out honoring his legacy and vision. We're talking with this year's winner coming up on this episode of War No Damn Experts. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Shannon Newth. And And we're No No Damn Damn Experts. Experts. Shannon, before we get started, I want to let you know, we were talking about a typewriter that I was bidding on (laughs) at an auction. Yeah. And I couldn't remember it, but I knew it ended with wood. Okay. It's the Underwood typewriter. Underwood. Okay. That's the, that's what I could have owned. Do you remember which episode that was in? Because it may or may not have aired before this one. I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. But it will make sense to you if. When you hear it. Yes. Okay. So now I've got that off my chest. Good. I'm glad you remembered. Um, what's going on today? <laughs> yes, I'm excited because we have um, a woman in here who's a true champion of our community, who's been involved in our community, and I'm just excited to talk with her about all things Great Falls, and we'll explain why in a moment. But first, Kathy Van Tegum, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much. Yes. So excited to have you here, Kathy. Yes. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks for the invitation, and I can't wait to be part of this. Yes. So I have to tell you, Shannon... Shannon's our producer, and she gets everything coordinated, handled, and when I saw the invite come on, I was like, we've never done a, an award winner before, and I'm like, so <laughs> wow. tell me what the strategy is, and so she explained, because I'm super not smart at sometimes, but every now and again, I'm like, Shannon, tell open up like, your brain a little why, bit and share why? with me, Yeah. so I'm smarter about it. Um, but I want to just kind of preface uh, this entire episode with Kathy is a Paris Gibson Award winner. And this yes. is really an esteemed award within our community. Mm-hmm. And the list of people who have yeah. won this award yes. is like the who's who of Great Falls. Yes. Uh, so kudos yeah thank you um i would bow but you didn't wear a crown (laughs) yeah they should give you a sash and crown for that yes they should and you walk around with it for a year just like miss electric city or miss montana Uh uh-huh that's what i think on our podcast well thank you yeah should we make that happen for you i think the fourth of july parade was about (laughs) as much publicity as i'm comfortable with so um along with this we'll leave the crown and the sash for someone else but the visual image is really a lot of fun Definitely. So she is the 14th Paris Gibson Award winner among them who... I think you've had on the podcast like Norma Ashby before. She's a prior winner. Um, People who are just obviously very highly involved in our community. Bud Nichols, who we mentioned before. Numerous times. Yes. Mm -hmm. And certainly a dude we need to have on this podcast based on what Dusty Molyneux said. Yes. Um, Arlene Reichelt, who um, the bridge bridge lady lady who we posted photos (laughs) Mm -hmm. and things on social media of her. Sheila Rice, who's been really involved with Big River Ruckus, among 5,000 other things. Uh, just a very long list of, of pe- Doug Wicks, who was involved in the Rivers of Trail. Trail. And you've heard his name dropped. Yes. I mean, these are, these all are people names we've that we've been dropping yeah. for two years now, plus. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, you join that list. And real quick, I want to go back and say, you're like, what's a pair of Paris Gibson? What's that? So <laughs> he's the first the dude that founded Great yes, Falls. So he is the founder of Great Falls. So it's, if you've listened to this podcast before, you've likely heard his name. But in case you hadn't. Paris Gibson, founder of Great Falls, who brilliantly planned out the nice layout that makes it easy to get around our community. Our grid system for our grid system. streets and avenues. Yes, which allows us to be able to grow yep. in a more efficient manner than other communities. And tree line boulevards. Yes, we can, uh, the boulevard system, yep. all of those things. Yes. So, Kathy, uh, Paris Gibson Award winner, what... Um, 
did you know much about Paris Gibson before you were awarded the <laughs> well, Paris Gibson you know, Award? actually, I um, I did because okay. I am a lifelong resident of Great Falls okay. and um, was just real fortunate that life circumstances fell into place when I um, graduated from college. I was offered a position teaching English at Great Falls High, okay. and um, that was amazing <laughs> because um, I wanted to live in Great Falls. Yeah. I just had such a great experience growing up here and uh, wanted to be a professional here and live my life here. So um, I I did know about Paris Gibson. Um, I live in the neighborhood where the um, Paris Gibson Museum of Fine Art is oh. and teach in a district where we have Paris Gibson um, Education Center. Yeah. And of course, growing up in elementary school, we um, all got to know the history of Paris Gibson and what a visionary he was. Yeah. And living on the lower north side, I appreciate that grid um, <laughs> layout that we have to easily navigate. And I do love my tree boulevards yeah <laughs> tree yeah. line boulevards it really fabulous. is a beautiful area it is yes, yes. Yeah, the historic homes are fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, again, fortunate enough to grow up in that neighborhood just a block from the C.M. Russell Museum. And so when I was looking to purchase my first home, I wanted to stay in that neighborhood and just feel real fortunate that I'm a steward of a beautiful craftsman home that Mm -hmm. was built in 1911 Mm -hmm. and love walking and running in the neighborhood. It just um, it is just classic Americana. So, Kathy, not to get too creepy but is your <laughs> get home creepy as much yeah. as you want <laughs> is your home on the north side residential historic walking tour it is not on okay. the walking tour we but can add it for people who listen to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> yes yeah i will we'll just hand write it in so that when <laughs> you, you guys go. are here you yeah. can just stop by kathy's house you can put the Book. little crown and sash yeah. next to it so that they'll easily be <laughs> they'll able to identify into the it. windows <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what you get for being an award winner, I guess. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's great. So yeah. um, you, do you get people, have you done the historic, like, have you walked around Definitely. those other homes? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. something, I've walked around. I have not gotten one of our guides, which I gave just gave to someone this morning who came in. I need to do that, though, and just yes. go with the guide. Like, I've walked around. I read the sign. I used right. to live downtown. So I've been in that area. But I need to just get the physical guide and just go walk and see that from home to home it's so fantastic and one thing that I love so much about our neighborhood and I I think it rings true about our community whether you're choosing to live here and you're a resident or you're coming to visit is people are just open we're proud of our community Mm -hmm. proud of our neighborhood I'm fortunate enough that I know a number of people who are homeowners on that tour Mm -hmm. Um, so not only have I had the pleasure of walking by and looking um, at the beautiful homes you walk up knock on the door (laughs) go go inside I was looking for a cup of coffee and a private tour of your entire home (laughs) Like that. Can I get that? No problem. Yeah. Does your home, so I know if I'm remembering correctly, a lot of those homes down there have like had ballrooms basically yeah. built into them. Does your home have that? No, my home is much <laughs> <Okay>. more simplistic <laughs> okay. and much more humble and representative yeah, yeah. Of, of a school teacher. Sure. Um, but I have been to the homes that do have yeah. um, those ballrooms. Mm-hmm. I um, One of my former neighbors that I shared a lot with has a beautiful home um, down on 4th Avenue North and 6th Street and it has mm-hmm. that um, upstairs and it's just the grandeur that's there. It's beautiful. Yeah. Are we talking yeah. like actual ballrooms yeah, like, like you would hold dances in definitely them? yeah mm-hmm. yeah see you need to do this tour again and time the fun. <laughs> time's gone by you know I think yeah. before um before television and all of those things I watched a fabulous documentary um about Black Eagle which of course mm. is our our oh, sister yeah. neighbor yeah and um they were talking about the um times gone by when there would be um music and musicians that were nationally known who would come to the 3D and yeah. perform and they uh talked a lot about about how most of the community building and entertainment took place in homes or in local restaurants. Mm. And then when, of course, television came, people started to stay in their own homes with their own family. But, you know, in the early days of Great Falls, I think there was a lot of entertaining that happened. And a number of those beautiful homes did have um, ballrooms either in the basement or upstairs on the third floor in the attic. And Mm. um, it's kind of fun to think about what that lifestyle would have been like. Yeah, your home is the entertainment capital as well as your living room and bedroom yeah yeah <laughs> but 
mine does not have a ballroom. It does oh, yeah. have a fabulous garden, <laughs> which I'm very proud of. Oh, um, nice. My uh, mom and my grandma were both amazing gardeners. Mm. So um, when I moved to my home, I wanted to replicate that. And um, I do have a lot of people who do stop by. Um, I have with the trees you had mentioned on the boulevard, there are also trees that extend in the backyard. So mm. there's lots of shade. And um, I love the vegetables as much as <laughs> the um, the flowers. So yeah. if you walk by my house, I have pumpkins growing in the front and <gasps> oh, tomatoes. Fun. And so that always stops um, people who are passing by on their way to the Sam Russell Museum or whatnot. Yeah. And they're always curious. And I love um, the opportunity to share that with people. Well, and so yes, you can come and peek in my <laughs> yeah. window all the way back. And would probably even invite you in if you stop oh, by. Wow, tour. Look at that. Winner. Yeah. Well, and the park, which is named after the award you've been given, has yes. a fabulous, and we've talked about this before recently in our episode about Gibson Park, has that fabulous garden, garden. in it as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, I, I run um, down there um, mm-hmm. almost every other day, and I love to watch how the gardens change. And the duck pond is definitely one of my favorite aspects of Great Falls. My yes. family, um, whether the whole family's in town and young nieces and nephews are here, or it's just my mom and dad and I. My dad just turned 80. We love to oh, go wow. down and, you know, feed the ducks and yeah. the birds and people watch. It's a fabulous place together. Yeah. And so, you mentioned Bud Nichols, yeah, who you know started that whole municipal band yes. thing on Wednesday nights in mm-hmm. the summertime. You can't be going down there, pack a picnic, oh, and um, so listen awesome. to some amazing music. Mm-hmm. I don't think many communities in Montana have that, but we're really fortunate that there's I have to a center. probably yeah. go on record and say we're l- the last community in the state that has a municipal really? band. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, I might be wrong, but I think we discussed <laughs> that with Dusty and yeah. he said we're pro- I was probably right. Yeah. 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 We'll I could be that. making that up as Dusty, well. Dusty, huh? a fabulous friend and colleague. <laughs> we're so lucky to have yes. him and um Amazing. he was just mentioning when I um, received the award at the first municipal band concert, the 4th yes. of July one, um about how he just appreciates Great Falls has such a focus on culture with mm-hmm. all of the museums and the symphony and the municipal band and that we we just do such a great job of um, supporting music in our schools and whatnot. We are kind yeah. of a little cultural hub here in we are. central yeah. Montana. <laughs> Kathy's like wrapping up like everything we've talked about over the last two months. You she's think, like bringing decimation like all of these You would things. think she's listened to every <laughs> right? episode yeah, of our like, podcast like, and just pull like, out okay, all the nuggets. I'm going to wrap it all up for you in a nice little yes. bow. Perfect. Something like that plus 50 years of residency. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, that'll it's, do it. I could yeah. talk forever about Great Falls. I love it. So you said lifelong resident. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to just dig into your past. We've got this great <laughs> building downtown where Fifth and Wine is yes. that has the yes. Van Tegum yep. steel. Is that your building? Well, it was my, my family's building. Okay. Uh, my grandpa, um, on obviously my dad's side, Van Tegum, um, he uh, owned the sheet metal shop there for a number of years. Mm. And so we do have a fabulous family history there of being a small business owner. And um, just uh, it's a... a fabulous thing to go in there and see that they've preserved so much of the building history. Um, Mark, I was very excited having known Mark when they purchased the building from my family a number of years ago, and they've just been such great stewards, not to mention fabulous food and oh, wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And do you, do you just walk in and be like, I own this place. This is <laughs> my building. <laughs> it definitely like feels, you. <laughs> feels like home, you know, yeah, because yeah. for a number of years, um, I did spend time down there after mm-hmm. my grandpa's business had closed. Um, he and my dad and my uncles would do um, work down there in the shop. And it was always a fun place to explore. My grandparents were great um, collectors of many things. Mm. They didn't let go of much. <laughs> um, so, you know, when I was moving into adulthood and whatnot and was looking for fun furniture pieces and different oh. pieces of things, they always had something that was came in useful yeah. to all of us. But I, um, I just love that they've kept the sign, the original sign on the side of the building. And then in their new patio, um, have you guys been to the patio yes i have i have walked by this let you've me just by share seen the, no the, no you've not even seen no okay. because every time <laughs> right, i've gone me. to go to the patio it has been raining downpour oh, like, yeah oh we're gonna go do the patio at yeah. fifth and wine and i and then no they have umbrellas now. yeah so when i was down oh, there last good. week okay. for lunch an yeah. amazing lunch the food is always fantastic mm-hmm. went out there and they have these big umbrellas but it's just a nice little nugget of beautiful history. patio mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so those so of good you catch on that, yeah. recognizing <laughs> the name and, yeah. and tying mm-hmm. it to the building so folks if you're a ghost sign 
followers or <laughs> we've got some amazing splunkers. Yep. I don't know what they're oh, called. I uh, thought that was just spelunking. for caves. Maybe there's ghost signs splunking. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the Fifth and Wine building, yeah. and you can see it. Vantigum Steel, I think, is what it yeah, says. Yeah, it's a beautiful. Works. Yep, it's a beautiful works. sign. And is you. that on the side by Bighorn? Yes. Yep. Oh, on the, okay. Yep. I can picture where it building. is. I just didn't catch that. That was the yeah name. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. And then they just put up, which I thought was awesome because again, it just captures the history and the spirit of Great Falls. Um, my grandfather purchased that building from Tony Ginn, um, who my grandpa had actually done some apprenticeship work with Tony and then um, purchased the building when he opened up his own shop. And so Mark has a sign out in the patio now that honors um, the three owners of that building, oh, finally neat. with oh. uh, Fifth and Wine. So yeah. I just love that there's history and they've preserved things. There's a spot on the wall where my dad and, and grandpa were down there and they actually like traced the um, shadows of where the sun was one day and put the date and the time when oh, the shadow wow. was there and that's something oh, that you can cool. see if you look up above um, yeah, the bar and okay so uh, they've just done a great job of preserving all of that as, as well as making it their own you know yeah. they've made yeah. some fabulous improvements to that building and it's yeah. such a great addition to Great Falls so downtown Great Falls if you're down there you need to stop <laughs> in and visit with them yes and if nothing else just go look at the shadow markings right now i want to now yeah. i need to go back in and try to find that and that's why people listen to this podcast exactly. they we want those, those small little, little nuggets mm-hmm. just like when we talked about the thing on the ceiling at mighty mo mm-hmm. yeah you'll have to go back in our podcast archive to find that episode yeah. but Maybe we should, if somebody who listens to the podcast goes in and like spots it and comes and tells us, we can yeah. find a prize for them of some kind. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have prizes you can for get you. A, you can get, win a tour of Kathy's house. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so there's a lot of people, which I, I don't agree with this, but I also didn't grow up in Great Falls. There's so many people, and I think this is true. I mean, for small, I went to high school in Haver, you know, people try to get away from where they grew yes. up but you said you wanted to be in Great Falls you wanted to I come did. back here mm-hmm. why was that well I just think that I had such a great experience growing up here um mm-hmm. our community is just so welcoming and um they really wrap their arms around you you know I had so much support going from elementary school um Mary Pat Smith is one of my favorite people she was my third grade teacher and her husband Jerry Smith um went on to become one of um one of my favorite and most beloved camp volunteers before Mm -hmm. he passed a few years ago um good neighbors you know living in a neighborhood where you know everyone and people are um checking in on you but you can also give you your space and your privacy and just there was so much encouragement and um, hope and just goodness in this town and then I was fortunate too that I grew up with a lot of family in this town mm-hmm. my dad's family um, came uh, he had uh, two uncles that lived here in town so there were lots of extended cousins my grandma on my dad's side had five sisters and um, four wow. of them lived here in Great Falls so there were always the aunts and the um, uncles and the great aunts and great uncles and then my mom's family family. Um, They were Italian immigrants that settled here in Great Falls. My grandpa worked at the smelter for years. And even though they didn't have that extended family, they had that um, extended built-in family of mm-hmm. Italians who had settled in on 8th Avenue North. And so I just, I love the sense of family and the sense of community and that we have so many people who are trying to do good things to help mm-hmm. other people and to improve our community. So it was just kind of a no-brainer. I wanted to be back with family and friends. So I'm going to circle back. You said camp volunteers? Yes. Mm-hmm. What? What are you talking about? (laughs) So I have been fortunate enough um, to be part of a fabulous camp called Camp Francis, which is part of Peace Hospice and Benefits Health System. Um, And in addition, Camp Francis gets a lot of notoriety, but along with it, its sister's camp, um, Darcy's Hope, is um, our teen retreat for kids. And it came from a vision of, again, another lady, Carol Holoboff, who is fabulous. Um, She lived in Great Falls, grew up on the Lower South Side. She wrote a book called The Bastard Tree, which um, you can get um, online and I believe at Barnes and Noble. And she just told about this really colorful history of growing up and living on the south side of Great Falls. So she was a lifelong resident as well. And she saw a need in our community after the loss of her son, Francis, who died when he was in his early 20s from cancer. And as she was watching her other children, 
children um, go on their journey of grief, she thought there's got to be a better way of doing this. So um, as she was working on her master's degree um, in nursing, she focused a lot of her attention on children's bereavement and developed a program um, which was called My Moms at the time. Um, It started in Diane Evans, who's a nurse practitioner at Benefis, um, her basement. And they... um, (laughs) As all good things do. As all good things do. And they had a support group for kids um, who had lost significant people in their lives. And from that vision, Carol thought we needed to have a camp in the mountains. So um, she partnered with Rotary, which again is just another fabulous Mm -hmm. community sponsor of so many things. Um, And she had, she designed a camp that we have been carrying on. We've celebrated our 30th camp this year. Oh my goodness. Which I thought was kind of serendipitous in in getting recognized for contributing and serving the community. Um, Having been the leader of camp for close to 18 years. I think it's 18 years, maybe going on 19. Um, (laughs) But just, you know, a place for kids to come and feel safe and to be able to explore their grief. So it's fabulous. It's a great experience. Wow. I got to um, spend some time yes, with did. Kathy. Um, she had invited me to come and speak about um, losing my dad to cancer. Mm-hmm. And I got to go up, I think it was about four years ago yes. now. Yep. Um, got to go up and spend, share my story and spend some time with them. And just to have like... That's just such a huge contribution and you're filling such a need that maybe many people don't even realize is a need until you're in that situation or can relate to that situation. Thank you. And it was, yeah, it was just fabulous. And you're doing, you're doing a wonderful thing for that and for the kids to have a safe space for that is to, you know explore all those emotions or lack thereof maybe in some cases like that's it's really neat that work you're doing so thank you for that well thanks and you know um that work certainly isn't something that is done alone Mm -hmm. um I've been fortunate enough to be the leader and the director of camp but I have like an army of you know 60 plus people that are up at camp with me the entire week meeting the needs of the kids um from gophers who empty the garbage (laughs) and unplug the the um the you know toilets if they get plugged to cooks and grief facilitators and um we've just been really fortunate I think again that sense of community and wanting to help one another out that we mm-hmm. have um had campers grow into teen volunteers and cabin leaders and stay on as as grief facilitators and we've had people who've been part of our community who've moved to other communities but they still travel back as far as Texas that was the farthest oh, wow. volunteer who came this year wow. um oh, wow. to not only serve in in the capacity but also so to revisit Great Falls and and to visit um, all of the beauties that we have to offer in our surrounding area. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. This is up in near Nyhart, up in the mountains up there. So yeah. just Camp and Rotary. <clears throat> yeah, you you're probably not going to book your vacation to go to the grief. No, uh, no. Camp. <laughs> but if you do, kudos. It's going right. to be amazing. Right. But it's also that Camp Rotary location. Oh, yeah. great for retreats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they rent it out for weddings. It's yeah. right next to Belt Creek. It's Oh, yeah. I want to just or like just, book it as a weekend to, VRBO. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. my dream. And yeah. just invite uh-huh. like 50 of your yeah. favorite friends there to go. go up and enjoy that. And then find someone area. who's going to cook for us. That's yeah. always been my dream. Like go oh, on vacation and just have a chef. Have a chef. And, like, Personal chef right there. Oh, and I'm not going to set the good. menu. You just make me food. <laughs> right. It won't matter. I will eat I don't it. have to cook. Whatever it takes. I will eat it. It's all good. Yeah. That's one thing that I think, you know, in talking about choosing to make Great Falls my home, just we are you know a stone's throw away from so many amazing mm-hmm. day trips you yeah. know heading up to Wolf Creek Canyon and um, of course going to Hughesville and the Nyhart Monarch area and Great Falls is just a great landing spot to be able to explore so much that central yeah. Montana has to offer we're really fortunate yeah and we have all those as one of them. dams yeah. going on I, and whatnot so you <laughs> yes. can spend exactly. a day traveling and visiting them. and how yes. about that amazing american flag have you guys talked about that yes we is have. that you've covered that well, already well no. no we've talked briefly this morning about it but yeah, yeah. um it's one of those things like it uh, you know nobody it's odd we are the tourism authority for the city but nobody yes, just are. sends us a message like, like hey we're hey, going to do way, this yeah it we just, just drive by and we're like, like oh, oh, that's really that cool. From? Like and a, beautiful yeah. and it's lit at night. Mm-hmm. So yes. It's fabulous. Yeah. We'll be, um, I'm going to, we'll be posting about that in the coming weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't had a dam expert on the podcast in a while. No, so maybe we could that's get one another back on and they could talk, talk about, about the, the, the erecting flag. of a flag. There you go. 
Yeah. Next to a dam. Beautiful. Yes, yeah. exactly. In the best dam yeah. city in great in Montana. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we talked about the camp. What are some other, I mean, there's a long list when I look at the yeah. release about you being the winner of this award. There's a long list of things, but what are some of the other things you're passionate about and how you serve our community? Well, I mean, there's just so many. And I, one of the things about this award that really, you know, kind of took my breath away is you had mentioned some of the past winners who are just people that I have admired and have been inspirations to me for so long. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, when I found out that I was getting this, I'm, are you sure you have the right person? <laughs> you know, like, how did that happen? But just um, so many amazing people. And a lot of them I had met through my work with um, Peace Hospice mm-hmm. and, and camp and whatnot. But um, there's just so many ways to serve. I um, I serve on the board of the pre-release center here in Great mm. Falls. Um, through the school district, there's just so many opportunities to be involved with different things that go above and beyond on the day, the curriculum work and, um, you know, being involved with student activities, uh, hosting. This last year, we hosted um, the uh, Montana Art Interscholastics. Courtney Herrant, one of our teachers at Great Falls High, was just a mover and shaker with that. And it was fun for me. I volunteered to go back and be part of that. Again, looking back, I had had just amazing opportunities to do that when I was in high school with Jean Price and Mm. Jack Fisher, who were just great, you know, contributors to our community as well, yeah. too. So I just am, I, I love Great Falls. I think I, I live in the museum district. I don't know yeah. if that's like an official title, but it should be, sure. Why not? you know, with yeah. Paris Gibson Square um, right yeah. there. And they offer so many good opportunities for kids. And then, of course, the Russell auction. Yeah. I mean, how can you just not yeah. be filled with pride when you look yeah, at and that? And that one's coming up, the Russell auction mm-hmm. from this year yes. uh, is coming up this fall-ish. August 17th through 19th, yeah. I, I believe. I guess that's not really fall anymore. Yeah. It's still summer. It depends on the day. It's a beautiful yeah. time of year, though, yeah. to be outside. <laughs> and that has been fun. You know, being a neighbor um, to the museum, I live just a block away still. Yeah. So mom and dad, like, live a block to the south, and okay. I live a block, nice. a block to the east, yeah. um, keeping it all in the neighborhood. <laughs> um, but it's just fun to watch mm-hmm. the hub and to see people from all across the country yeah. coming. And, um, you know, it's like doing the license plate game to see how many different <laughs> yeah. states you can see parked right outside the door it's yeah so I've got um we do when we kick the podcast off folks I give this laundry list of things not to do and <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna set Kathy up for kind of a political question oh. it might turn okay. weird so are you <laughs> ready Kathy? I am we ready and that, somewhat though. anxious but we'll see what <laughs> yeah. you got so you've been near the CM Russell Museum all of your life yes how happy were you to see the expansion of the museum complex grounds to include that amazing new green space? Or were you like, screw them? <laughs> this is stupid. Aha. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. I I love the expansion because okay. it is such a beautiful space. Now, when gorgeous. I'm driving up Fifth Avenue North and I'm in a hurry to get to my home on Fourth <laughs> Avenue yeah. North and I do have to go a block out of the way, there are times yeah, when it's like, like dang ah. it, I wish I could just cut right through here. But I think the benefits are so beautiful. I love um, walking over, especially this time of year in the evening, um, again, if people, you know, are out and about and you want to just have kind of a nice quiet spot to go where there's not a ton of people that outdoor um, museum that they have with all of the different sculptures of the different animals is just amazing and Mm. beautiful the landscaping is fabulous and it's fun to watch that huge tent go up and just you know just see all of the fun things that are happening there and the caterers coming it's just a nice buzz in a neighborhood that at times could be somewhat struggling we have Mm. so many different additions going on and expanding our city outward that to see the heart of the city really still have a strong heartbeat is great Mm. and I think it draws community members and families to it we it's such a nice neighborhood and just being able to have that be the center of it there's always something going on there so I love it it's beautiful I I pros and cons I mean they tore down some older buildings to make that happen and abandon the street which did cause me some concern my first time I'm like well now I gotta find a new route in but I love... It's just one block, though. It's yeah. just like yeah. one yeah. detour. It's not, so far. Right. not but, far. But I love the in, the new entrance. Beautiful. I love everything they've done on the yep. interior as well, which is more of a welcoming. Before, yes, yeah. there was like two weird entrances. Like, and yeah. now mm-hmm. it's just really defined. And I love 
and it was simple things mm-hmm. right. really a simple thing and yeah. I really love what they did so well and it just brings together the whole idea of it being a complete complex you know there's mm-hmm. the museum which is just so I'm so proud of it when that this is in my backyard and that yeah. we have this amazing art that is not only historical, but they do a great job of bringing in, you know, some modern Western artists as well. Um, but okay, who doesn't love going to like the original studio? Oh, you know, oh, I mean, I amazing. go back to the like, home. Oh, mm-hmm. the home. Uh, top notch. <laughs> one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. And it's you get great. a good you get a better perspective in there too. Yes. Of just like it explains more how involved Nancy Russell was and everything yes, that definitely happened for Charlie. Yeah. So I like that part too. Yeah, no. it's great. And someone we should have on the podcast is from the Russell. We mm-hmm. currently have the largest display of Russell's artwork. Oh, sure. Um, in the world, yeah, yeah, asterisk that yeah. might be incorrect. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, because the Montana Historical Society's collection is on display at the Russell right now, mm-hmm. so oh, wow, yeah, awesome. so we're a really Working unique time too. Yeah, and it's such a fun visit. place when you mention the home. Um, I um, I often host Aunt Kathy Camp in, at my home <laughs> oh, in yeah. the summer, and my nieces and nephews who um, live here in Montana um, come, and then I have nieces and nephews who live in great falls too so we do fun craft things and whatnot but as the kids have grown older um they love to go to the museum and Mm -hmm. even when they were younger and we talk about that at one point there was a kind of a cute family story where um I had taken the kids to the museum and we had spent some time in Charlie and Nancy's home and later that evening my nephew who was probably six at the time or so Paul was talking about how we were related to Charlie Russell (laughs) and he had you know went through and talked about the home and that Charlie had you know had a heart attack on the stairs and but I loved how he just felt that sense of community and home and mm-hmm. to the point that he thought we were related, related. so and yeah. I thought we'll take that yeah. and just yeah. run why with not it. Yeah. but for young kids there there's a lot of fun things to do um at the museum as well mm-hmm. the home and the the um studio but then they have that great room downstairs that I of course take the kids and I think I want to explain to them and I have all these ideas of you know, if you have so much money, which picture would you purchase for your oh, home and why? Fun. And yeah. they just want to go downstairs and, you know, play right. in the teepee and with the yeah. the dress up clothing and um, all of that fun stuff as well. well and too. is the there food and the floor that thunders yes, like you're in the definitely. middle of a yeah. stampede. 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 Yeah. yeah, that bison thunder feeling yeah. not only, you know, at the stadium at night at Great Falls High where I yeah. work, but also, <laughs> also right there in the museum. It's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Are you still a... English teacher? Well, I am still at Great Falls High. I'm okay. not an English teacher now. I'm a counselor at Great Falls High. Oh. Um, and I will be starting my 30th year. Oh my goodness. I cannot even believe that. Wow. Um, of teaching with Great Falls Public Schools. And I'm just so proud that um, I have been at Great Falls High the entire time. Wow. And it's such a, an amazing, beautiful um, building mm-hmm. to be part of. Again, kind of that downtown hub area. Yeah. And um, such a beautiful campus. Mm-hmm. You know, I I remember when I was growing up and attending school at Great Falls High, I had such pride. And now as an adult, just looking, um, comparing to a lot of junior college campuses and whatnot, um, it's, a, it's a sight to see. It's great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we get a lot of people who come back, travel back for reunions in the summer, both to Great Falls High and CMR now that their history is a little bit longer um, <laughs> as they continue to get older. But it's fun to see people come back and just um, have memories. We've done such a good job in our community of preserving um, those buildings and having them be part of our home. Something, so, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so my father-in-law, so apparently the barriers in front of Great Falls Higher, there used to be to block the road. <laughs> yes. Apparently my father-in-law was part of the reason those were put up because he would like hot rod his car down there and I, stuff. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. John Laird. I don't know if you know that. Well, I, my dad might. My dad, I think, is, was guilty of that as well as a yeah, Great Falls so, High grad. So. Yeah. Just yeah, those have been removed. <laughs> I guess straight racing in front of the school I, isn't I as guess big as it used yeah, to be. Yeah. <laughs> so at what age, you must have been fairly fairly young if my math is good and my memory is not (laughs) so both are against me but 
the CMR high school was created not that long ago in reality. Yes. Were you in elementary school when that That happened? actually Still opened younger? before I was born. So okay. I turned 50 this year. I'm proud to say that. It's okay. kind of a mile marker year. Yeah. Um, my aunt actually was, I think, one of the first classes that went okay. through. And I want to say that it opened probably like 65, 66, 67. Yeah, Somewhere I in was there. thinking that. Right. I knew it was like somewhat recent, but somewhat old. And, yeah, compared yeah. to, you know, Great Falls High that yeah. opened in 1930 and just has such a strong history. Yeah. Prior to that, it was in um, the, the Paris Gibson Museum Art Museum um, building now. So yeah. um, we just have a little bit longer history, but CMR yeah. is just awesome. And it's it's great to take a look at how I think it's a true reflection of the time that it was built. Yeah. And again, just that history and that pride. And they've done such a good job of honoring um, Charlie and, and just yeah. making him part of all of that. We're so fortunate here in Great Falls to have such a good, strong public school system and um, so much pride in that. Ed Vanetz tells me, Ed Vanetz is a resident of our community and um, I worked with his wife uh, here in the tourism as I transitioned mm -hmm. into being the director. Mm -hmm. Ed told me that he was the leader within the class that selected the colors oh wow for the cm russell high school so that's why they're okay you have ed to blame for the, <laughs> for the green colors. and the yellow because he was a huge packers fan and oh, that's funny. where the that's, colors that, came that, from that makes sense that then. history now we know yeah there no <laughs> this could be true it could be a tall tale but i don't have any reason to believe ed would lie to me so i'm just, just gonna go with that i say fact. let's just give him credit <laughs> for picking for those yeah, colors there you go. as they've changed and evolved <laughs> over funny. the years that's right yeah. so you've you've talked a lot about the cm russell museum paris gibson square i'm curious especially because of the the line of work that we're in what would you recommend for people to do to really experience great falls when oh, they come to your visit? perfect itinerary yeah, yeah. well your I own mean, kathy camp well yeah. yes your aunt kathy camp <laughs> yeah i mean it, you definitely have to check out giant springs yeah. that has just been you know a place that there's been um generations of going my mom and and her family would often picnic down there on the weekends and um, we've continued that tradition. So Giant Springs is just something that's so unique and beautiful and peaceful, just mm -hmm. serene oh, yes. to be down there and go feed the fish. I mean, that is the best bargain yes. in Great Falls, no. 25 cents. <laughs> if you probably has an increase in years. Probably I don't think not. it has, right. Yeah. You know, and you can, you can give a kid a handful of fish food for 25 cents and they are going to be awestruck yeah. for hours. Yeah. It's just better than anything. <laughs> so definitely Giant Springs. I'm a big fan of Paris Gibson Park. I just have so much pride in that fan shell in the um, the duck pond. I think the walking um, just the the you know the trail that goes around that yeah. is fabulous and, and beautiful. Um, the Charlie Russell Museum is something that you just have to see because yeah. it's so unique and it's just beautiful to see his work evolve mm -hmm. and also to just really I'm always like inspired by the history you yeah. know that he reflected and that he was so progressive in just seeing how progress was going to have an impact on our community in the area in which we live and being mindful of the footprint that we're leaving. I think that he was just so um, way ahead of his time on that. Um, downtown is a must see as well. I think we, I'm so excited that we have such fabulous restaurants yes. and places to go downtown. We've mentioned Fifth and Wine, but there's mm -hmm. just, you can't go wrong with any of the restaurants downtown. No. And, you know, I'm hearing there's so many new ones that are popping up and it's like, mm -hmm. there's just not enough days to go have lunch and right. dinner <laughs> and to experience all of those things. But no. then, you know, I, I love that we still have the 3D and Black Eagle and mm -hmm. Boris. Those mm -hmm. are just yep. like... In my lifetime, whenever there was something great to celebrate, first day of school or, you know, getting straight A's or something along those lines, um, went to Bori's. My yeah. niece eloped recently and she and her um, husband and the family went out to celebrate at Bori's because mm -hmm. that just, again, you know, it's just such Part a great Part of that family yeah, history. Yeah, so th that would, I mean, that would take you a good couple days. You could hit <laughs> all of those, those places yeah. in one day. Um, but I just think... 
Giant Springs is just such a great place to be in the mm-hmm. museum and then just downtown and the history that we have. There's so much. Oh. And then, of course, coming up here because you have the view of this amazing mm-hmm. river that we have as, yeah. you know, the Sun River joins into it. Yeah. And um, it's fun to see kind of the development and the the forward thinking with the development of different um, restaurants and businesses along the river. I think that mm-hmm. um, we have so much to offer and to enjoy. It's going to be fun to see where we land in yeah. another five years. I'm going to shift a little bit because this is, well, I'm the co-host, so I get to do that. (laughs) We talked, you don't get a crown or a sash, which is a travesty, but uh, did you get a plaque with your award? Did you, what are the other uh, benefits that you got to be an award winner? Yeah, so many things. I was just blown away by by all of it. I mean, of course, probably the best right now is the podcast. This has been such a fun experience. And being able to hang out with you two fine ladies and just, but how fun to talk about my community and just be able to reflect on so many things. So this is why you win the award because you're so passionate about your community. I love it. Thank you. And what an honor to be able to serve this great place that yeah. I call home. So there's a tree that was planted um, in West Bank Park, which oh. again is kind of another one of those hidden treasures. Mm-hmm. You know, Paris Gibson getting back to him, he had such forethought, you know, not just the really carefully planned community um, that's easy to navigate, but the parks that we have are so fabulous. Mm-hmm. West Bank Park, there's a tree there with a plaque in my honor, along with wow. all of the other um, Are you going to go like put fertilizer on it to make sure it like I think so. My dad, flourishes. I think, and mom have plans to make sure that the grass stays off of the yeah. plaque and all of that. They're pretty good about that. Cute. So I'm lucky that I've got lots of support there with them. And then I got to ride um, in the 4th of July parade Ooh. in a 1918 Model T. My dad joined me oh, on that trip. Fun. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Just, did you just, practice your, like, do well, you have your wave down? I, I, I did a variety of different okay. waves and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. I had some colleagues on the side of the road who were, you know, in Instructing me on how to do the princess <laughs> wave, but it was fun. Um, and then there was a plaque that was presented. Susie McIntyre, um, who was our oh. head librarian, presented that. And that was one of those moments that um, this all happened quickly. I Jeremy Smith, who's a dear colleague and friend, had let me know that he had nominated me for this. And I was like, thank you so much. That's great. But you've seen the people who've won this before. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I, but I appreciate that you put me in that category. So when I found out about it, it was literally the night before I was leaving to go to camp and that's just such an emotional ride and then I got home and like two days later was the tree planting and the concert and just you know just navigating all of this and it was truly a very humbling moment when um Susie said the city of Great Falls you know yeah. get a little yeah. emotional like my hometown my community is presenting this to you on behalf mm-hmm. of the contributions that you've made to the city and it just I was just a very humbling moment. Mm-hmm. And so that um, when when that was read and the plaque was given to me, it was just, I was filled with, you know, just pride in our community and, um, but very humbled because again, we have so many good people who do good things that I could list. I, I mean, we could spend a whole podcast on yeah. people that we think, you know, <laughs> would yeah. be deserving of this. And then... Um, P. Gibson's. Um, there's a dinner for two at P. Gibson's, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> and um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some other things. But they just did such a good job of making me feel special. And it was just all these different aspects of the community mm. came together. Tillerus <sighs> donated the tree. And, and you someone to make a donation in I your name, did. right? That's yes. part of it? Yep. Okay. The Filippowitz family, um, who, again, are just such great supporters of our community, gave $500. Mm-hmm. And I chose to give that to Children's Bereavement through Mm -hmm. Peace Hospice, um, which is um, kind of the top of the umbrella that oversees Camp Francis and Darcy's Hope, which is that teen retreat. And then the Christmas party, and we do um, groups in the schools, and they still have that group that Carol and uh, Diane started meets at hospice every Mm -hmm. other week um, throughout the school year, and they've added a component for parents as well. So that there's the support for the parents or the grandparents or whoever's helping to raise the kids in the absence of a significant person for them so um it was just fabulous to be able to give back to them and um as a way of saying thank you for letting me be part of this amazing aspect of our community would it have even been better and (laughs) people who've listened to this podcast know my great affinity for this next comment (laughs) would it not have been better to receive a plaid jacket and they put it on you (laughs) 
and it'd be like a crest. Definitely. Oh. I, I would have loved a plaid jacket See? with the City of Great Falls. You should and, just make one and okay. start the tradition. I can. And then maybe that could be a continuing <laughs> so contribution. I could go. I could hand that off to the next. But you're There's right. That would be nice. thread through yes. all of my efforts within this community. For plaid by, by, jackets. By the time <laughs> I am completed my professional life, I will have instituted a plaid jacket program within the yes. city that yep. is delivered to champions. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, yeah. you, you don't just get it for being a champion a little bit. Like, you got to be a <laughs> big, yeah. decent champion. We need to start that. <laughs> That's great. Paul Colbertson, who is one of the associate principals that I've worked with for years at Great Falls High, last year, um, or a few years back, had this vision. He called it the Blue Collar Award. And um, because, of course, our roots here in Great Falls just run so yeah. deep in blue yeah. collar. And so um, there were four or five people who were recognized and nominated for that. And then they got to pass that on and nominate the next person. And um, oh. we have these fabulous, I should have worn mine today, a blue yeah. collar award with a patch with our name on it. And it oh. says blue collar. So it's very fun. So those yeah. things actually do make an impact. I love the idea of well, a plaid jacket and think that we need to do that. My original thought, which yes. I really do What love. color is plaid though, before yeah. we go further? I haven't really narrowed that down. Okay. I guess I would probably select our brand colors. For um, us, yeah. blues so and greens. The yeah. blues, blues, the greens, greens yellows, a mm -hmm. um, little bit of browns in there. Yeah. Yeah. My original idea stemmed years ago, and I wanted, you know, like when you win the Super Bowl, you get a ring. Yes. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have like a big old sapphire Yoga sapphire <laughs> ring. I love like, I like the plaid jacket better. The logistics yeah. of that was it's a little bigger and, of an undertaking. Yeah. And yeah. Really have to find a huge benefactor for yes. that to happen. <laughs> really need a big donor for that one. Yeah. So then I was like, move to the masters. And right. when you win That's, the masters, you get, you get that, that hideous yes. color. Like it's the green jacket. Green. Yeah. And it's then green. I think there's the Hall of Fame jacket for NFL football is yeah. yellow. Not many people look good in yellow. No, yeah. and they're plaid has they're lots big, of opportunities. Weird colors. So yeah, then I'm right. like, what could be more bold? Plaid. plaid. <laughs> City of Great Falls. Plaid yeah. jacket. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is my dream, and I share my <laughs> dreams often. And if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you've heard of the plaid jacket desire in the past. This would be a perfect time for it. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to see if I can find a plaid jacket. Okay, and yeah. start the tradition. You work. You work. You work on the plaid jacket. Yes. I'll work on the crown and sash for next year's winner. <laughs> Sounds <Perfect>. good. <laughs> you need to still get her one too, like next year. She said she retroactively. Yeah. Well, I'd wear it if you came over. You two will have to come over to my house. Yes. Oh, yeah. And we'll do a crowning ceremony. And I will wear it just for you. In front of the pumpkin patch. Yes. Definitely. We're going to have a weird... Stay tuned to YouTube. I'm going to hold you both to that. I will have you over. Yes. I'm excited about this. Yes. Anything else that your reign as... Harris yeah. Gibson Award winner includes. <laughs> I think this is what kind of comes to the end. This oh, is this is wrapping okay. it all up. So there was the concert and the tree planting and the parade and mm -hmm. this and just I just need to. And now you just retire from everything. You're done. Yeah. But you've <laughs> got an entire going. year of rain. So yeah. if you've decided Excellent. that you want to okay. establish a platform and yeah, yeah. you know start um, Paris. This is all done during Paris Gibson month. month which, yes. Which, which is, is July. July. Yes. Yep. Yes. And so if you see banners throughout our downtown when you're visiting yeah. us in July, mm -hmm. they say Paris Gibson Month. And, mm -hmm. and it's really just an honor of our community, our residents, and the dude who had the vision to move us, you know, down the river from Moroni and establish a the grid town? system town yeah, next with to the boulevards. River. Yeah, he yeah. was awesome. When I was waiting to uh, start the 4th of July parade, there were um, three gentlemen who were visiting from out of town. They uh, were college roommates and had chosen Great Falls to come to um, to get together for their annual gathering. And they came over and saw the sign and inquired about Paris Gibson and whatnot. So I think there are a lot of curious minds yeah. or tourists and people who come here, um, you know, come because there's so much to learn. And I think they just have a curiosity about our history and, and the area. So um, that was fun to be able to visit with them as well. And it's a unique name too. It's not, Definitely. you know, well, the yeah. John Smith think, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Paris Gibson. It's right. just, it's a bold, it's a yes. strong bold name, name, a visionary name. And, and yeah, I would say the, 
Maybe maybe I'm speaking out of school, but since school's not in session, <laughs> here we, we go. A teacher right here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've done a good enough job in our community to have like a an exhibit or a one dedicated space that talks about Paris Gibson and yeah. his history and his good legacy point. to our right. community. And the only reason I bring that up is because uh, I just recently went on vacation and experienced the Buffalo Bill Center for the Wild Wild West. Mm. I screwed that name up and I do apologize, but it doesn't matter because it's not in our town. <laughs> um, but he had an entire section on him. Cool. Mm-hmm. And he was the founder of Cody, Wyoming. So mm-hmm. it kind of all fit together. But yeah. it was... You know, I think we need a little bit more in that mm-hmm. area. So yeah, it would point. be fantastic. Whether mm-hmm. it you know could be at West Bank Park where the trees are being planted for the recipients of the award, oh, yeah. or down at his park would be or, fabulous, or right up here. No, I'm gonna no? throw it out. Okay, history museum. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. a dedicated exhibit Space gallery. Gibson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, highlighting the homes that he had lived in and yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know his vision, vision. and yeah. kind of where he came from and what he hoped for the community and how that's lived on. And that's the real great. story yes. of the back alley deal that ended us yeah. down the road from where the original town site was supposed to be up in Moroni. Yeah. I want someone to give me that seedy story. Yeah. And it better be seedy. That's all I'm right. saying. Because if it's <laughs> happening in a back alley. I'm hoping. That's right. got to be part of it. Wouldn't be a normal, smooth deal. Yeah. Wow. Mm. You know, when you listen to Butte's history, there's always these seedy back oh, alley. Yeah. Colorful. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just want one. I'm sure I'm sure it exists here. <laughs> Pretty sure the mob was here. Yeah. I mean, so I that'll be so. my but, next well, mission. Definitely. And I just think yeah. of, you know, the history, you hear stories of, again, the Black Eagle and the 3D yeah. and all the different cultures that came together. Yes. And I think, well, if you read Carol's story, Carol Holboff's story. Um, the Bastard Tree. Tree. Yes. You will... There was a very colorful, active side of downtown. I'm looking Great forward Walls. to this you book. Do. I'm yeah. going to read it now. Yeah. I hadn't heard of it before. No. Yeah. We yeah. just had Millie on with Cassiopeia Books, and <laughs> we, we gave her homework. And we don't usually do that in our podcast, <laughs> guests, but Nothing for we you gave okay. her <laughs> homework before she came on to kind of come and talk about some of the books from our area. Oh, and sure. she mm-hmm. had visited, she shared with us about winter Oh, wheat. wheat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of my favorites. Oh, I yeah. figured Fabulous. known about that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had never heard of it until yeah. she brought it up. So that was really kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. There are so many amazing um, books that take place in this area and throughout Montana that it is, it's fun to take mm-hmm. a look at those and, and read them. Kind of yeah. dig in emotionally more connected to our community yes. than yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so much diversity when you think about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. you have that there traditional kind of homesteader um, mm-hmm. aspect that came but then with the addition of the, the Anaconda, um, you know, company and yeah. with all of the smeltering that happened, just that just the ethnic diversity that came. And mm-hmm. you know, like I said, that's what brought my grandfather here and uh, his relatives and whatnot. But there were, you know, the Italians and the Polish and yeah. the Irish. I mean, it, this is this is and much like, you know, I always reflect with Butte is such a, a fabulous community as well, too. But we've done such a good job of um, collecting that and just honoring it yeah. and you know um and preserving black eagle is such a great little community to mm-hmm. visit as well to the center up there the community center along with the golf course and and all of those things that um we have so much history here that it's just fun to come and explore and find that out and now i'm curious too about that cd deal yeah <laughs> i'm hoping there's it's gotta be something CD. yeah there. yeah yeah we had uh lunch with uh, friends of ours on Saturday and we were talking about the Voyagers and mm. kind of the stadium and players and previous names of yes. the team. Yeah. And I could only go back one, which was <laughs> Great Falls White Sox. And our friends yeah. were like, didn't they used to be the Electrics and the Dodgers? Dodgers. And I'm like, the Giants. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Lo- I'm looking at them. I'm like, <laughs> like uh, all are nope. drunk. And, the, and they're like, no, this is <laughs> no, true. This- and then, um, you know, they talked, Billings had one and yeah. Helena had one. We were talking kind of about the longer history of that. And and then my friend's like, 
you know, that's why Charlie Pride showed up here. And I'm like, yeah, I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> and his wife says, Charlie Pride was here like for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so. it's fabulous. I spent many a summers working out at the ballpark. I love baseball. And uh, that is, again, such a fun part of our community to go and visit. And um, way back when I was a new teacher and worked um, one summer back there, and we actually hosted a concert, which we had this vision of a concert happening. And um, the first one we didn't have the attendance that we hope, but how fabulous was the concert that was there mm-hmm. just yeah, last Dustin week? Lynch. Dustin Lynch. Yeah. yeah. Windows open. I could hear it all night long. <laughs> but yes. um, yeah, I, our ballpark does have quite a history. And mm-hmm. um, boy, I was lucky to get to know a number of the people who brought that here. Um, and that that original group that had a vision of wanting professional baseball to be here. And yeah. um, in my home, when you come and visit, you will see that I have some pendants from um, the Great Falls Giants and the oh. Great Falls Dodgers. So you I've can been get your a, full history. Yes, then. There we yeah. go. A baseball fan for a number of years. And again, we we have people in our community who mm-hmm. are doing a great job of preserving that. There's a little um, historical museum at the ballpark um, yeah. that you can go and just see lots of fun things and learn about the history of that here. So I have a question then because so they're called the Voyagers now. Yes. We have Orbit the mascot. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the whole alien sighting that spawned this <laughs> well, name. Well, I mean, it definitely happened. <laughs> okay. You know, I yeah. mean, we we definitely know that that took place here. Mm-hmm. And I'd heard about it beforehand. And I loved that they took that twist on it, mm-hmm. you know, because I think really a, people were thinking more of like explorers, yeah. voyagers with Lewis and Clark, which is right. a theme sure. that we have in Great Falls so readily. And so it was just fun. And Orbit yeah. is the best mascot. <laughs> I mean, really, when you look at minor league baseball, that's yeah. such a big a part yeah. of promoting the team. And yeah. it goes, uh, baseball itself is fabulous. If you're a baseball fan mm-hmm. like I am, I could sit and watch it all day long. Um, but really with minor league um, baseball and the small professional leagues that we have throughout the country you have to work to keep the the um, community and the fans entertained yep. and people who are coming and visiting Great Falls catching a game I we have I have so much pride in the the stadium I was um, working out there when they were just starting to plan and really vision for the next stage of that and it's fun to go and see all of those different ideas that people had thrown out together as the community come together mm-hmm. um, but I mean who can beat a night out at the Vultures oh, yeah. it's- Great. Really and, and, great. and you've got to get your picture with Orbit. Like, I'm going to get my picture with you guys. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah we're definitely well, when we get thing. done. Yeah. Here, we're of do course. That. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The damn well, experts in Orbit. Yeah, I mean, if you get those two. <laughs> do we have a scavenger hunt in Great Falls that like people can come and get here in the community where they can go and meet notable people or eat famous oh. Great Falls cuisine or see places? Um, the buffalo. Yeah. We really have not kind of that list. Okay. Um, and I might pick your brain offline about the notable food because that was one of the things that stumped me we had a committee put together um when the tribune was still really really active uh for the greatest of great falls Mm -hmm. and jim i say that now but that might not be his name strauss yeah okay i was right (laughs) Mm -hmm. it felt right but then i was like after i said it might not have been right we brought in uh uh, people from the Melstrom Air Force Base and those type of uh, people who weren't necessarily connected to kind of help us flush out the categories of that. And they're like, well, what is Great Falls's food? What is the food Great Falls is known for? Because like Butte has yeah. the pasty right. and mm-hmm. um, the pork chop. Other communities yeah. have these things they're known for. And I'm the just beer like, baron, yeah. the beer baron's got to be on the list. You know, it's that definitely is you can purchase in grocery stores, but you can't where, get it anywhere. No, like it's not on yeah. a menu. It used yeah. to be, but I was gonna say, smoke I don't know should that should have something oh. there, like as a tribute, because you know that's yeah, where the that original beer baron started. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, so I, that would definitely be on the list. And of course, I'm just. I'm a Boris girl. So yeah. Boris pizza, which, you know, some yeah. people love it. Some people, <laughs> there's, if you really want to get into an interesting conversation with people who have moved to Great Falls and are not people um, who are natives who were born here, bring up Boris and just listen to 
to their feedback. I say yes. Boris, Howard's, oh, Howard's, and Taco, Taco Treat. Treat. Oh yeah. Those are yeah. the three where you're like... And then back in the day, the Burger Master. You yeah. know, and there yeah. are some some uh, places here in town who yeah. are Two trying to hearts. replicate yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. some of the, the, oh, the onion rings and the flying pizza burgers. The and Ramp all Burger. The Ramp Burger. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah. we have some people, I tell you, who are doing some great things now that mm-hmm. in this conversation 20 years from now, well, yeah. we're going to be talking about some of those amazing burgers and just yeah. the steaks and yeah, yeah. fabulous yeah. things here in Great Falls. Well, I've had a blast. Yeah, too. Thank this you, has been Kathy. so much fun. And yeah. I am so glad we were your first podcast ever. I love yes. it. Well, and when I walked up and I saw that number one podcast in the state of Montana, yes. I was a little nervous, but you guys did such a great <laughs> job. And then when you decided to crown me and put yeah. a sash on me and, and my homework. Jacket. Yeah, you said no homework, but the homework is going to yeah. be the plaid, plaid jacket. jacket. Yeah. And we're going to come up. That's and your effort you. now. <laughs> I'm real excited because, you know, I have aspirations in my life. And it includes someone crowning me with, um, <laughs> I've already gotten a crown, so, you know, I don't need it on any other greater level. Okay. I have been crowned. But um, the plaid jacket. You need your plaid jacket. I need a plaid yeah. jacket. Yeah. And I need, you know, then the next step, statue. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you'll you appreciate this. We've had Norma Ashby Smith on the podcast and I've asked her, seed? I've asked her a number of <laughs> yeah. times, like, where do you want the statue of you placed oh, in yeah. our community? She and she just one, smiles yes. and laughs yeah. and moves on to the next subject. Like, I'm like, no, Norma. Woman, I am going to get it out of you at some point. Yeah. Where do you want your statue erected in this yeah. community? Mm-hmm. She does need one. That's very She true. does. She's fabulous. And she oh, was so, so instrumental in this award. She, um, Of course she was. Yes. She was instrumental yeah. in everything. In every she still day. serves on this yeah. uh, Paris Gibson Month Committee. Yeah. And yes. Yep. She does. She yells at me when I don't attend the meetings and that I'm not more involved, which I love. And and I say yell. It's, it's not, yeah. When Norma yells at you, it's just. It feels good. It's a compliment. Yeah, like yeah. you're, yeah, okay, I'm important enough where I should be included. And then there's that small percentage of her tone that's like, I'm very disappointed in you disappoint. for not. Yeah being a part of this and yeah and and then you're like oh, i'm a crappy human being right <laughs> now because you don't norma not do Smith what is. norma asks you yeah. so <laughs> i uh welcome you to come back uh yeah. when you've got the plaid jacket ready to okay. give me <laughs> definitely if that's what it's going to take to be able to hang out with yes. you ladies for an hour i will be there definitely um and until we see your bright smiling happy healthy Face here in our fine community of Great Falls, Montana. We hope you're creating amazing memories with your friends and family wherever you might be. We will see you soon. We're no damn experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good.